Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B. and I'm a life coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they've become regardless of those circumstances. Sometimes it's the little acts of kindness. They bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought-provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110, fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate us right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or you're resigned, they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? So this is an inquiry and we're looking into what does it take to thrive? And I'm, it's not like I have the answer because I don't. And, and I was having some thought-provoking conversations with different people from Landmark. And we've all done seminars together. One of the, and I'm quite sure they say this in other things, but one of the things that they say, at least this is my interpretation, I'm not saying this as a leader of any sort, this is just my interpretation, is that there there is no meaning to anything until we put it there. And they're suggesting that there's no inherent meaning in life until you speak it. Like if you brought someone from another country over to here, they wouldn't see certain things that you're seeing because they don't have that meaning. So what they're suggesting is that there's nothing exists without language. So until we speak, what they're suggesting is that we, for us to be responsible about that, that 
who's the one that's putting meaning to things. And when we can get that it's us, us personally, I am putting meaning to this. There was nothing in the space until I put it there. So until I speak it and then someone listens and that all reality came into existence when we spoke. And, and it isn't that we can't, we can stop interpreting something, but we can interrupt our interpretation and go, well, who put that meaning to it? We're always going to have stories and drama, thoughts, beliefs, opinions, and we frequently live our life like it, like it's real coming from what we're putting meaning to it. So life is meaningless until we put words or language to it. So we're the ones that saying, this is a problem or it's not a problem. This is good. This is bad. So their invitation is is this is what my interpretation of their invitation is to keep discovering that you are constantly or me as an individual is constantly interpreting what's happening and we're rarely in the right now right now right now and really there's nothing until we speak it and we rarely live life like this is it this is it this is it this is it but we frequently live life like there's something wrong Life should be a, a particular way, and when it's not, we complain, right? So the the question we were all looking at is, you know, if nothing's really there, what are we responding to thinking it's real? So the suggestion was whenever, as a human being, we have a loss of power in a relationship, to consider that you're in a sea of interpretations that aren't necessarily real. I'll just give you an example. My daughter's 16 months pregnant, or 16 weeks pregnant, and her boyfriend said, and, and I don't have a house to, to hold a, um, a baby shower, and it really is up to the mom to have a baby shower. So I thought, okay, I'll have a baby shower. So he said his mom offered her house for a baby shower. And I, I appreciate it, but I instantly made up that his mom, you know, because then he's saying, oh yeah, mom, mom's going to cook all the food and mom's going to do this and mom's going to do that. And I made up like it was real that maybe I shouldn't have the shower at her house because then they won't think it's from me. They'll think it's from his mom. I won't have any control over anything. It'll be all like their louse. They're, they're like from, uh, uh, like Asians and I'm, uh, white Caucasian so my food is going to be different than their food so I instantly made up that if she's doing all the cooking then I can't have some of the stuff that would be a favorite of my daughter's but there was all this interpretation of all these stories that I, I made up and so I'm left looking at if if I'm nothing is real until I say it is <laughs> so who said it all that happened was he offered, his mom told him she offered her house. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and then I asked him, well, how many cousins, whatever. There's probably going to be about 30 people from his side of the family. We possibly could have 10 to 15 maybe from our side if, if, if everybody came. But I, I just made up all this stuff. And I, whether I have the baby shower at this woman's house or not, what I got is, I keep interpreting things, I keep making things up, 
I can't even stop doing that. It's just there. But the only difference now is I can recognize that I'm making this up. It isn't necessarily true. And I'm in a sea of interpretations that aren't necessarily real. And what I need to look at, like, what am I committed to? I, I see that I just want my daughter to have an awesome or a baby shower. Maybe his mom and I could work together. Or I could maybe ask someone else to have the baby shower at their home. It doesn't really matter. I it, It's just really neat to see that everything is made up. It isn't necessarily true. It's like, have you ever played that game when you were little and, and you whispered in someone's ear and there's 10 people in a circle and you say, I went to Johnny's house, and, and and then when it gets back to you, it's like, I went to Johnny's house, and I did this, this, and this. Like, it's not even close to what you said. And that's how we as human beings live our life, seldom questioning our thoughts and our interpretations or our views, living life like they're real, and then taking actions from those views and interpretations not like not like we're not we're going to stop doing that but it's like we're seldom present because we're so busy in our internal dialogue so i found that fascinating because i started looking at even going through this divorce any interpretation i had of my ex probably wasn't real and any interpretation he had was probably not real <laughs> that's why we ended up in court for five days <laughs> and then even my trip to Mexico with this woman uh, friend I decided in my life I want people who really appreciate and respect me and I know what that looks like I've been around and and my experience was she was very disrespectful and not appreciative but I need to to own that that was my interpretation it wasn't necessarily the truth and it's and even if I get you know 30 people to agree with me which I probably easily could because I know a lot of people that know this woman uh, but it's like the years ago the whole world thought the world was flat until Columbus said hey I'm questioning this and then he proved even though the whole world was in agreement. He proved the whole world was wrong, like the world was round, not flat. So in closing, we're exploring how to thrive, whether we are 10 or 110 and beyond. And my question, I'm leaving it, what ways of being are you being out of your interpretations or your views that maybe those actions you're taking are not the best and what new action could you take right now that could make a difference you know if you altered your views and you altered your actions what could then become available so if you're in a one of the questions that I'm looking at is if we have a loss of power uh, in a relationship then maybe the loss of power is because of our interpretation and our views that aren't necessarily true. So looking at what are you committed to and start taking new actions in that commitment or that view and what are your habitual patterns that have you not thrived? Like maybe a habitual pattern is you make a decision. When somebody acts a particular way, you already know how they're going to be and then you never see them hardly ever except from that view. Just saying. So what areas in your life do you want to be more effective? And what areas do you want to thrive in? 
Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, can you make lemonade? I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. I will give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know they left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes. So act fast or Google Plus or whatever provider is the same as my providers. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.